Hello, my name is Ryan. Welcome to the, the Upside, Upside Down, Down Dirty, Dirty Podcast. Okay, let's get right into it. My guest today is Herb Edelman. You might know him from The Golden Girls. He played Dorothy's ex-husband, Stanley's Bornack. What? He died in 1996? Shit. Who did I talk to last week then? Wait, let me see that. Herb Edelman impersonator? Man, show business is weird. Okay, so... Oh, I'm... Okay, I'm going to talk with my friend Heather, who I haven't seen in many years. Okay, well, that is going to be fun. All right, there we go. Hello. So, so hi. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Uh, good, good. It's been like 18 or 19 years or something like that. Something like that since since I heard your voice or I even saw your face, I suppose, but <laughs> Right, yeah, other than yeah, Facebook uh Yes, um, I, I can be elusive. That happens when you move across the country, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did you move there to uh Nashville? Oh boy, let's see. Two thousand four? Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean I <laughs> Yeah, you would know. <laughs> no, I, I think you have you're a wrong. File on me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> right. One of the things that I'm doing with this is every episode, I have picked out uh, like a secret word, and if you say this secret word, uh, my idea was that I would give you somehow give you ten dollars if you if you manage to say this particular word during our conversation. So it's like a word that, you know, it's not like a common word like the, or, you know, something like that, but, but it's a word that could potentially come up. Like in the first episode with my friend Clayton, the word was heartburn and it, it never, it, he didn't actually say it, but he's like, I could have. So that's just something to, uh, all right. I don't know, to keep in mind, although, like, not to, like, have you, like, oh, is is it bungee, or is it uh map? <laughs> Crack open an encyclopedia and go to town. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dictionary, rather. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan here. The secret word is cardboard. I didn't completely choose the word on my own. What what I do is I roll dice to pick out a page in the dictionary, and then from that page, I'll pick the the like best word or word that I think could potentially be said. So, okay. you know, we'll we'll see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, so we met because you, you I I used to work for an adult daycare 
uh, center. And we used to pick up a couple of our participants from the nursing facility that you worked at at the time. And then you left there and you actually came to the nursing facility, the nursing home that I work worked at and still work at. And, uh, I don't, you, were you there like a year or something like that? Not, not, I wasn't at the second place very long. I was at, I was at the place where I met you for maybe a year or two. I can't quite remember. And then when I went over to the other place, um, I was only there long enough to get certified. And then I bounced. I think I, I think I left there like the next day after I got certified so I could move down here. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool that you're still there. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah, I can't, I envy you for that because I have, I can't imagine staying somewhere that long. I get, I get antsy at like the two year mark, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, that's, that's, you know, uh, common, I think, and, and understandable. You know, it's, it, it's cool to, you know, experience different people and, and things and, and, uh, ta- jobs, tasks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, and, and I would actually still be at the adult daycare too, but it, uh, well, it, that program shut down when COVID started and then it started back up like very limited. We were meeting outside and then uh, it just got to where it was to the the company that was kind of overseeing things like, you know, pay, well, paying us uh, didn't have the funds for, for it. So it no longer exists. It may start up again, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'll go back there or, you know, be involved. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. And you'd think that there'd be more funding for that up there because I know that there's a lot of there were a lot of nursing homes in, in need for that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You have been living in Nashville for lots of years. And so what, uh, yeah. What's it like living there compared to upper Michigan? Oh, well, it's night and day. Um, sometimes literally because I had my mind blown uh, last time I was up, it was like nine thirty at night at the end of July and it was just bright, bright out. Like, you know, and in Nashville, it gets darker earlier, but trade off, I suppose, is we do have uh, warmer weather. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been living here almost as long as I lived in Michigan. Cause I, I moved when I was 20 and now I'm, well, anyway, it's been almost as long. <laughs> 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 do the math yeah. on that. Um, and let's see. You're 28, right? Yeah, I, I'm aging in reverse. So, <laughs> um, But no, I've been here for a while and it seems kind of surreal sometimes. Sometimes when I go up north, it feels very strange to me to look around at places and think like I grew up here. Um, but it's just so different down in Nashville. First of all, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's, it's a big city. There's, oh... I don't remember how many people. We get a lot of people moving here each month. I don't know why, but they do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and 
but it's all just spread out. It's like a big neighborhood almost. I mean, we have our downtown area, but it's like six tall buildings and and then that's kind of it. Our our skyline is kind of weak. I am a <laughs> Um, and I live just about maybe a 10 minute drive from downtown. So super close. I'm right by everything. I'm in a great spot. But yeah, you just you get that that big sprawl. So sometimes it, it can feel almost small town. Um, you know, when you like run into people that you know, in random places. Um, Tony and I, right. my husband, like, we go to this one particular Walmart. And every time we're there, we see his friend Lee. <laughs> it's just like okay and that's weird but it wouldn't be weird in marquette um and then the other weird thing about that come to think of it is we have like i don't know eight walmarts around here there's a million targets you know? <laughs> so like you guys have whatever you have we have like eight of each thing it's a little insane. right <laughs> i like it though it's always exciting um downtown Nashville with its six tall buildings and its two busy um, streets. <laughs> it's always <laughs> hopping. It's always packed with people. It's insane. Um, my brother and his family came down to visit me in March and <laughs> my nephew is nine and he called it bebop town. <laughs> bebop town? Bebop town. Yeah. He just, he <laughs> liked the music and all the noise and people and, I don't know where he pulled the word bebop from, but <laughs> he did it. <laughs> That's what, how old is he? Nine. Nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it is funny. And then he was completely entranced by the fact that the restaurant that I took them to served fried gator. Oh, okay. That was, uh, yeah, that was a thing when I, uh, worked for um upward bound and we went to florida one summer all the uh people the kids that were in my tour group i was teasing them every every place we went to eat that like oh we're we gotta get gator nuggets or gator strips or you know like everything was i I bet it's alligator like that that pie right there that somehow there's alligator in there (laughs) (laughs) yep um, and I yeah, didn't I, even know we had it, but yeah, we they had it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. We actually didn't uh, try it anywhere or see it anywhere. I don't think. I don't. I, I've had at the grocery store up here. They have like the in the beef jerky section. They have they have alligator like jerky. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> there's like all kinds of like there's ostrich and. Lots of different animals, elk, uh, no squirrel, I don't think, surprisingly, but. <laughs> I do miss venison. I haven't had venison ever since I've lived here, except like if I come up, oh, my dad makes really good venison little steaks. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I actually don't have it much or haven't had it in a long time myself up here even. But I think the last thing I did have was uh, like a jerky like venison jerky. I do miss some of the food in Michigan, though. I always miss the Casa Calabra. Um, I miss my dad's venison. I will always miss Beefroo's cheddar fries. <laughs> oh, I we will now, too. Did you, did you know that it closed? I do. Yeah. It's the great tragedy of my life. I know. I, I, almost, I almost went there and bought, like, hi, could I have, like, 40 burgers and a hundred 
orders of french fries and like freeze them because <laughs> they're yeah their french fries were i i actually didn't wasn't a big fan of the cheddar fries i don't know cheese and fries for some reason i i like both of them but together it was never i i mean they were good but i just like the plain french fries i thought they were well, they yeah, were my favorite french yeah, fries yeah yeah you can you can think that you're wrong but you know right yeah <laughs> I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. We can still be friends. But yeah, I I will miss them. Them when I'm up there and that's okay. I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. I had, yeah, I had, I went to McDonald's today for lunch because, yeah, no beefaroo. <laughs> I've been fighting a McDonald's craving since early March. Oh, really? I have not given in. Good for you. Yeah, it's it's. But I am weakening. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, well, just so you know, yeah, it was terrible. The double whopper and fish fillet. It was awful. <laughs> Ryan here. Sorry to interrupt, but did you just hear the utter horseshit that just came out of my mouth? A double whopper from McDonald's. Let's see. Big Mac, McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese, filet, a fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a Happy Meal, McNuggets, Tasty Golden French Fries, regular or largest size salad, chef or garden, or a chicken salad, Oriental, Big Big Breakfast, Egg McMuffin, Hot Hot Cakes, and Sausage, maybe Biscuits, Bacon, Egg and Cheese, a Sausage, Danish, Hash Browns, too, and for dessert, Hot Apple Pies and Sundays, three varieties, a soft serve cone, three kinds of shakes and chocolatey chip cookies, and a drink, a Coca-Cola Diet Coke, an orange drink, a Sprite, a coffee, decaf, too, a low-fat milk, and also an orange juice. I love McDonald's, good time, great taste, and I get this all at one place mcdonald's menu song 1988 no double whopper the hell else did i get from mcdonald's a chalupa bucket of chicken stuffed crust pizza ratchet set <sighs> anyway back to my conversation with my friend heather <laughs> well, that's the problem half the time when you give in to that craving you go then it's a day where it's you know, just awful. They give you fries from like the floor. <laughs> Here we stepped on these a couple times and they're burnt. <laughs> no, actually, I was just trying to curb your uh, cravings. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell myself it was it was trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say yeah. I did go to Nashville when I was a. Uh, when I was a student in Upward Bound in, I think my, I think I was in 10th grade. No, wait, no, I was, that was my freshman year in high school. We went to Nashville. We went to the, we went to the Grand Ole Opry and. Nashville was, back then would have been very, very different. We get something like, oh, I want to say it's like 1200 people a month move here. And it's really changed definitely since I moved here in whenever we said that was 2004 but even in the last just five years it's just exploded did you come down for another That's trip a long. not to sound like a tourism guide because i actually <laughs> don't know what people come here for <laughs> oh I'm, I'm sure there's good food there there is Different i think food. people think that they're gonna come down and see like tim at garage just kind of chilling out on a street corner and that just doesn't really happen <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah, I, I later on I want to ask uh, some some questions uh, about I've got some some rumors that uh, 
that I heard and I want to just check if how true they are, but I'll do that a little okay. bit later. <laughs> Sounds mysterious. Um, yeah, that would be, it would be fun to go there. I, I haven't really made any lengthy trip in a long time. Uh, I think the last like major trip I went on was my, my friend Clayton's wedding in Boston uh, or in, in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, and that was like 2000, 2011. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, well, he and his wife got married on nine, 10, 11 and uh, which, and then I flew back to Michigan on the the next day which was the 10th anniversary of 9-11 so i was a little nervous getting on a plane because yeah you know that would have been like yeah or i just... mean i'm sure a lot of people had that worry because it's why wouldn't you you know <laughs> yeah, right yeah yeah <laughs> i i get it yeah my last but... big trip was like four years ago and i we went to the Bahamas. I'm trying to think if I've been anywhere since, but probably not. Hmm. For which I'll blame COVID, not the fact that I never leave the house. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Totally not why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never, can't say I've ever been to the Bahamas, but it is it, I'm sure it was fun. It is. I'm going again in August. Oh, cool. And somewhere in there, I'm going to try and figure out when I'm coming up to Michigan again, because I haven't been up to see anyone for four years. Mm, okay, right. <laughs> My terrible daughter, sister, granddaughter, niece. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's hard. And, and nowadays it's expensive. Oh, yeah. Um, especially to driving. But yeah, I... I everybody's complaining about gas prices. I just, we'll just leave it. Yeah. It's, it sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I hope things, yeah, get better. Cause I, yeah, I want to make a trip to, uh, to visit my friend Clayton again. And, uh, yeah, it, it'd be fun to come to Nashville. Um, I'd like to go to California. I'd like to take, take my son to, uh, Universal Studios. How old but, is he uh, now? He's uh 13. Wow, when did that happen? Uh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 13 and going into well, tomorrow's his last day of 7th grade. Then he's going into 8th grade. I think last last summer somebody asked me like what grade is your your son going into and I said uh I, I I was telling people six he was going into sixth grade, and then later on I was like, oh fuck, no, he's going into seventh grade. I was <laughs> lying to people because it it just I, I you forget you know you it just doesn't seem didn't seem possible and still doesn't. I can't even keep track with how old I am. I always forget. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. <laughs> at my old job, I used to pop up over the cubicle wall and look at my friend Sherry who worked in the cubicle next to me and be like, Sherry, she'd be like, what? And be like, how old am I? <laughs> and she'd be like, you're, you know, however, how, however old I was, you're 32. I'd be like, okay, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> a few minutes later, 
how old am I again? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Basically. Just got to keep track. <laughs> so yeah, you're, what is your, your husband uh, doing now? Like uh, he was, cause he used to play with Winona Judd, right? Yep. That's how or, we met. What, wait, Winona or Winona? Uh, Winona. Winona. Okay. I see. I, I get uh, my last job. I was always popping up and asking my coworker, is it Winona or Winona? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah um, um you could always just call her red too she goes by red as kind of you know sometimes um famous people will use like fake names when they check in places sometimes, oh yeah yeah sometimes totally people call her red. <laughs> oh that's cool but yeah we met when he played for her and right now he's actually left uh country he's happy about this because he now has joined the band Chicago. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, geez. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, he did that happened uh, late last year, and he's been gone pretty much ever since. I've barely seen him. Um, he was just home for a few days, and we went to the Gaylord Opryland Hotel here in town and had kind of a kind of a long weekend there because they have an indoor water park. Oh, so, okay. Oh, cool. We did that, but I'm getting sidetracked. But basically, yeah, he's he's gonna be gone for the whole month, and he's been gone a lot of the year. So they they go a lot. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you might think that they might not still do all that much, but you'd be wrong. They they go more than any any person he's played for. Oh so, wow! Yeah, he's very excited about that. He loves rock. Um, he loves the music. He's over the moon kind of something oh, he worked man. His whole so life. he gets to play 25 or six to four with he sure does. <laughs> oh shit that's awesome <laughs> yeah and that's, yeah that's one of my favorite is, uh it's a it's a great tune and he actually used to play for peter satara solo oh cool so oh, it kind of ties in kind of funny how that worked considering but that is what he does yeah yeah well yeah that's that's the thing. I'm sure it's, it's fun, but yeah, you you end up being on the road a lot and. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a wild industry too. I mean, especially during COVID he was playing for big and rich and um, they just did not go out that much, obviously, cause hello pandemic, but um, <laughs> you know, so that, that was pretty tough for us. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of, you're either home a lot or you're gone a lot and there's not right really, there's not really an in-between yeah oh yeah that's cool i didn't know that um yeah I, I remember he he played for with bob dylan for a while didn't he no his friend played with dylan oh okay oh all right okay yeah i wish that would be cool as hell <laughs> <laughs> and then the um the rockers or the wreckers, I mean, not the rockers. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could um, tell that to Michelle and see her face. Yeah, he played for the wreckers. Um, that was, I guess, a fun little gig. They were all just kind of young and the stuff was so new and fresh and blowing up at the time. Um, it's too bad that they and Michelle and Jessica ended up splitting up. But yeah, that gig kind of went south. Um uh. <laughs> 
yeah, that's I think that yeah, that sounds familiar that it seemed like seems like I remember you, us talking about that a little bit that there is some issue or or quibbling or quarreling or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of it over men. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but, you know, I mean Michelle at least she still has all her solo stuff and all that. Um I was never really around the other girl very much and don't have a lot officially to say about her but michelle's yeah, really yeah. nice cool cool yeah chicago i think they were up here uh not too long ago and by not too long ago i mean within the last 10 years or <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking huh i don't remember him saying that you know i could have been in uh green bay or minneapolis even and i just yeah. might be thinking it was the island resort casino near Escanaba, but yeah so yeah i definitely could be wrong i've gone uh i've gone there to see alice cooper eric burden and the animals and the guess who <laughs> uh, i saw george carlin there you know not not too long before he died oh wow he he played up there that was cool. Or not played, shows, but he... But... Oh, what what was that? Oh, I was thinking out loud, I guess. I was just saying I don't go to a lot of shows, really, but, you know, kind of when you're married to a musician, <laughs> you're probably right. probably not going to go and buy a bunch of concert tickets, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like stuff that he does in town, though. I usually get to go and I can sit backstage or on the side of the stage and that's pretty fun although my mom my mom's response to that when I was describing it to her one time was well why would you want to do that (laughs) (laughs) gee I don't know (laughs) (laughs) why would I want to sit on the side of a stage during the concert that's crazy I don't know (laughs) (laughs) probably because the artist is like 10 feet from my face right (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't seen him play with Chicago yet, actually, but I was supposed to go for New Year's Eve. They were playing in New New Jersey, and I was going to see one of my friends up there and see the show and celebrate the New Year and all that. And then New Jersey had a huge spike in one of the variants, and Uh, so so I decided maybe I'll stay home. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A lot of things down here are exactly as you would expect them to be, so. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have a couple stories about mullets for you. Mullet stories? Okay. Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and, and the one story is a story that I've been I've been saving to tell you about, but the first one is I was driving home from... I think when I was still in college one day and I went to college late. So this isn't like a very old tale or anything, but anyway, I was driving home and there was a guy going down the street shirtless on a moped, but he had a mohawk, but he didn't just have a mohawk. He also had a mullet. A mullet and a mohawk. A a mohawk. Yeah. And a moped. (laughs) And a mope and shirtless. <laughs> and shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and it was wow. just one of those 
things you see and you just marvel at and you recall it all the rest of your life. <laughs> now, please tell me you got a picture of that. I did not. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, it probably would have broken my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think iPhones are made to handle that kind of uh, glory. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with glory. Um, yeah, but it's burned into your memory forever. Sure is. Wow. <laughs> Shirtless um, moped mullet mohawk. <laughs> it, was, it was just. It was just a. It was just a party, is what it was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that just seems like the last thing someone would see before they die. Like, and I don't. I don't mean like that would kill them. Although maybe that too, but it just seems like that's the type of vision you would have. Like looking at a like, basilisk. Yeah, right? like you're at home by yourself and you start choking on a piece of beef or something. And then all of a sudden you just have that vision. And then you, know, you My life's been a little surreal the last few years. So perhaps I did die that day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just a simulation. And I, I expired when I saw the mo mullet mohawk ah well i'm happy to be reaching into the great beyond to have this uh conversation <laughs> yeah well you know i i like to i like to drop in and make appearances when i can <laughs> perfect perfect <Yeah. laughs> hi it's ryan here again um well i don't know why i keep saying that who the fuck else would it be but Anyway, I'm going to try something here. Uh, I have a, a Ouija board in front of me, and I, what I want to try to do is get some advice from uh, deceased celebrities or, you know, de deceased famous people. So I am... Um, uh, now, I, I'm alone here, and I know you're supposed to have two people for a Ouija board, but I, I've been... Uh, I think I have a, found a loophole, possibly, I, I've been sitting on my left hand for about a half an hour now, and so I'm gonna take it out from underneath me. Okay. Yes, it's very numb. It's it's fallen asleep, and I've got my little planchette. Okay. Now I'm gonna try to contact the spirit world. Maybe some spirits, since this is kind of a Nashville slash country music focused episode. Let's see if we can get a hold of somebody maybe in the country music world. Okay, who who am I speaking with? J O H N N Y Johnny H O Oh, I thought maybe Johnny Cash. Johnny H O R T O and N N, yes. Johnny Horton. Okay, he, if you don't know who Johnny Horton was, uh, he was a country music star in like the 1950s. He sang uh, North to Alaska, The Battle of New Orleans, 
uh, Sink the Bismarck. Yes. Okay. Um, Johnny Horton, do you have any advice for for my listeners, uh, my podcast listeners? I know I know you don't know what a podcast. Well, maybe you do. I I, I suppose. Okay. T. H. E. The. D. Okay, we'll speed things up a little bit here. R. U. M. M. E. R. I. S. A. R. U. M. M. E. R. A. N. D. H. E. C. A. N. T. K. E. E. P. T. H. E. B. E. A. The drummer is a rummer, and he can't keep the beat. Okay, so I looked up what that means. Yeah, that's not advice, really, but there's an interesting story that goes with that. The drummer is a rummer and can't keep the beat. Johnny Horton was interested in, like, the paranormal and, like, spirit world, and before he died, he actually had a premonition that he was going to be killed by a drunk driver, which, in fact, he was. And not long before he died, he talked with one of his friends, and he told his friend that he would try to contact him from beyond the grave. And he told them that he would get a hold of him and give him um, this message, the drummer is a rummer and can't keep the beat. And about, like, seven years after his death, his friend, Johnny Horton's friend, got a phone call from some people in New York with this message. So, yeah, that's kind of a crazy story about uh, Johnny Horton. And, yeah, he gave me the same message. Cool. Anyway, now I will continue my conversation with my friend Heather. And then my other story is one night I had just gotten done with work and I was working in a restaurant then. I work in corporate finance now, which is a lot more boring uh, than working in the restaurant, but back in the day. And so getting out of work, naturally, it was late at night and we'd worked all day and we're exhausted and sweaty and gross. So naturally, what we wanted to do was go hang out downtown and get a little crazy. Now I'm too old for all that shit, but. (laughs) (laughs) so anyway we're walking downtown and it's busy and there's people everywhere but coming from the crowd parting the people like you know moses with the sea (laughs) there was a girl and she was wearing the you know it's, it's kind of like a uniform that's required for wear in nashville for women and that is a sundress with cowboy boots um, okay. Yeah, you definitely, if you come to Nashville and, well, not you, but, you know, that's what you wear. So anyway, she comes, she comes through the crowd of people and it's late, you know, and, and everyone, everyone around me is, is probably drunk because that's what people do when they come to Nashville. But she comes and she's going down the sidewalk and she's pushing a wheelbarrow. Okay. You're like, you're like, Heather, that's weird. I'm like, yeah, I know, but hold on. So in the wheelbarrow was a homeless man. <laughs> okay. And, you know, this girl was wasted. 
but she was earnestly trying to steer him somewhere and he was giving her her directions like a you know kind of like a cab driver and it was i'm gonna be honest it was glorious <laughs> <laughs> and uh and this ties into my other story because he the the man also had something of a of a mullet himself okay so it's just you know you got the you got the layers of it you know downtown Nashville at night everyone's probably drunk she's wearing the outfit that everyone wears when they come which is the sundress and cowboy boots pushing a wheelbarrow with a homeless man with a mullet <laughs> I'm closing my eyes and picturing that you should it's it's very vivid it was a flowered sundress so you can you know get okay. her hair up in a ponytail so you can kind of like kind of paint the scene. daisies or. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't I didn't inspect the flowers, but Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're whatever I want them to be. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going daffodils then. A fine choice. <laughs> but yeah, it was um it was quite the story. And so when I when I knew I was gonna talk to you today, I was like, I have to tell the, the wheelbarrow story. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. A wheelbarrow. So like was this person doing yard work and, and that's just what w he was just in the yard and that's just what she raked him up and <laughs> couldn't have been though, because you would have to push that. Actually, it begs the question where she got the wheelbarrow from, but I mean, there's nowhere right around really where she would have came from. I wonder if they like, there's always construction and stuff around. I wonder if they like just grabbed it from like a lot or something where someone was building. <laughs> Very likely, yeah. Probably. <laughs> now, now I'll spend the rest of the day thinking of the mechanics of this whole scenario. But <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's little little taste of downtown Nash for you. Yeah, yeah. Nash Vegas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Homer's Hickshaws. You've heard of a rickshaw. This is a hickshaw. Let up. A purdy girl in a dress and boots show you downtown Nashville. You'll have a wheelbarrow of fun. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look them up on... Well, no, I don't see a... Look for a parking lot full of wheelbarrows, I guess. And now back to the show. But... Um, you also, in a message, you said that you had a story about uh, massage therapy. Oh, I totally do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, massage therapy and a light bulb. Yes, and you wouldn't think the two uh, would be connected, and nor should they be. And yet, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I was going to massage therapy for something kind of recently. And I was going to this, this girl and she was, you know, very good and all that. And things were going fine. And sometimes, sometimes I'm in and out of like PT and stuff like that because I get kind of like sciatic nerve issues and things like that. Um, okay. Right. Which really sucks when you're running and then all of a sudden your, your leg kind of gives out and the whole thing feels like there's pins in it. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I've never fallen off the treadmill yet doing that so progress <laughs> well this Good. was this was something a little different but anyway i was going i was going for therapy and you know so this girl you know obviously when you get a massage they wait for it massage you oh so, right 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 surprise 
Now you would expect <laughs> that to be the standard. However, I'm here to tell you, she ended up, my regular girl ended up getting basically sick, um, long story. And so I had to make an emergency appointment with someone else. Okay. And um, I went to this new new place and, you know, I walk in and I'm expecting it to be like all my other massage appointments have been because it's, again, we're a massage. It's, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy. Or is it? All right. So yeah. I'm starting to wonder now. Just kidding. <laughs> So I get there and this, you know, this woman's very nice, but the building was really weird because it was built into a hill. And so when I parked, I had to walk up this incredibly steep hill um, and go around back and get in the building. So like I get up there and I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> so anyway, I get in, the woman's very nice and we start to this session and all that. And she gives me a minute to, you know, I she wants me to disrobe partially which i'm like okay fine whatever you know I'm, I'm right right or whatever um and she leaves the room 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 and i'm laying there under the sheet and i mean i've got you know most of my stuff on but anyway i'm laying there and finally she comes back and she's talking to me and she's she starts setting stuff up and she's like oh she's like i didn't tell you she's like you have to take that off too okay so i do that i'm feeling a little exposed she's like oh no 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 you have to take off pretty much everything is that okay i'm like well thinking to myself you know okay like i took time off of work to drive out here and i drove out here and it's nashville so the drive wasn't fun because there's a lot of traffic and everyone here is an idiot who's trying to kill me Right. <laughs> Plus, I had to walk up a mountain to get into the building. So, also, I've, you know, these appointments are expensive. So, all right, she's professional. I'm just going to go with it. So, I do that. So, I'm laying there and I'm all like, all right, whatever. Massage is going to start now and I'm just going to pretend I'm not here. But she whips out this. <laughs> it looked like a light bulb. You could call it like an electrode if you wanted to be very uh, technical or something, but it, it looked like a little like LED light bulb, kind of a good size. And she's got two of them and they're on like these cords. And she starts explaining to me that what she's going to do is basically like she's just going to kind of like rub them over me. And that's okay. Going to be <laughs> the massage. So I'm like, okay. So I'm laying there and I'm under the sheet and I'm, you know, otherwise in a vulnerable position. Right. And I'm staring up at, you know, the beams of this place and, and all these plants she has and all these like salt crystals around the room. And it's very kind of new agey, very kind of woo, you know, <laughs> she's uh -huh. She starts the massage part in earnest, and literally, that's what she did. She put up these little light bulbs, and, like, she laid one on my throat, <laughs> and it would just kind of buzz. And, like, then she would take the other one, and she would kind of, like, trail it along my body. And she's like, okay, you know, you might really feel the effects from this. Tomorrow, you know, you might, you might have to go to the bathroom more. You might be sore. You might feel like you worked out. What? Spoiler. 
narrator. She did not. <laughs> I didn't feel anything the next day. It was so weird. The whole for for over an hour, she just rubbed me with basically a vibrating light bulb. <laughs> and I paid $180 for it. Wow. Did it? <laughs> so you're cured now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I eventually had to go back to my um, original therapist and I texted her and I was like, Sophie, um, I know that you're going to have be out for a while and you're going to have a waiting list, but can you put me back on that waiting list? Because I got massaged by a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, wait a minute, light bulb, tell me more about this. And she was like, well, I've heard of that, but <laughs> wow. That so yeah, I had just... a light bulb massage and <laughs> she put one of them lower on my stomach and it was strange <laughs> well yeah i would think so yeah because it was buzzing especially if it's yeah vibrating yeah yeah it was it was and it wasn't it wasn't like a good strange I well mean, no thankfully <laughs> it wasn't a good strange, but it, it was a little you know one out of ten would not repeat <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah that is very unusual <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to have two other appointments with light bulb lady, and I just, I just, I canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder. There's, there's got to be people that are like that love it though, for you know whatever reason. Like, a, right, probably kind of like a um, shit. <laughs> All these words are popping in my head. Probiotic, no um placebo yeah like a placebo thing like they're mm -hmm. thinking that the you know like maybe they did that and then all of a sudden they bought a lottery ticket and they won like 20 bucks or something and they're like oh it must be that light bulb so they went back <laughs> it opened up my energies <laughs> right yeah <laughs> i just feel really connected to my bodily tissues <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah, try 100 watt next time. <laughs> <laughs> Give so me yeah, a big halogen, uh, <laughs> like a big floodlight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's life in the city. It's uh, a lot of people, a lot of mullets, a little bit of <laughs> weird, questionable therapy issues. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Edison Massage Emporium of Nashville. They feature the latest in light bulb massage therapy, fluorescent therapy coming soon. Visit Edison Massage Emporium to cure what ails you. Choose from a variety of massage therapies such as arc lamp, candelabra, lantern, flashlight, incandescent lamp, floodlight, nightlight, headlight, strobe light, and street light. Please inform staff if you have a pacemaker or attorney on retainer. Located in Nashville next to the parking lot with wheelbarrows, visit Edison Massage Emporium. It was filament to be.
Um, oh, so when you first like moved to Nashville and maybe even now, although, well, you don't, although maybe it's hard for me to tell, but like when you first moved there, how, how many people like when you talk to them were like, Oh, what part of Canada are you from? <laughs> Cause so, that's actually at first a lot. Um, I remember, I think it was like the first summer I lived here. I saw somebody online talking about that. There were um, like abandoned kittens outside of a McDonald's in the seedy part of town. Oh, so me being like 20, 21 years old, I was like, hey, you know, what's a great idea. It's 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to drive to that McDonald's and I'm going to rescue the kittens. Oh, <laughs> so I, I did that and I jumped in the car and I drove out there and the the cats were so wild that they wouldn't let me catch them. They were like pretty much completely feral just at oh, okay. like four weeks old. So I never did catch one and I didn't get mugged happily, um, although there was a very questionable stained mattress in the clearing behind the mcdonald's that i wonder about oh boy okay but anyway there was a um actually a (laughs) cop that came by and a questionable cop no he was oh okay no (laughs) um mullet just kidding no no sorry go ahead just disappointing (laughs) um (laughs) officer dude (laughs) he, he um I asked him something about the cats. I don't remember what. I think I don't I don't know why. I don't think I would try and go out there now and get the cats, but again, I was so much younger at the time, so I just like start talking to this cop about these kittens like, oh, anyway. And you know, I'm just I asked him something just about the cats and he immediately he's like, "You from Canada?" <laughs> and I was you a so, cat. I you a cat smuggler? I know. know. You could hear it in my voice. And I was deflated so much because I didn't think I'd had a Michigan accent when I moved here. But um, I did get that for probably a good year or two. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. People don't say it to me now. But when I go up to Michigan now, it's kind of funny. Like my cousin Wally makes fun of me because he, I guess I talk Southern according to him. I don't Uh, think I do. Sometimes my brother says I do too. I, yeah, I don't, I can't really tell. Um, I do notice that when I spend any amount of time up in Michigan, though, I start to kind of put the Michigan accent back on, like around my family. I'll be like, oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, my cousin used to always make, um, like mock my, my grandma when she was on the phone with her sister. Because they'd be talking and she would just be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yep. People down here talk pretty funny, though. It drives me nuts. Two two words in particular. When people say vehicle and guitar, it is not vehicle and guitar. It becomes vehicle, like three syllables almost, and then guitar. Guitar. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, at the the adult daycare I worked at, the a guy I worked with was from Georgia, and I think he had lived in Michigan for years. But yeah, he sounded like he like came in from like dro- like he was commuting from Georgia every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I 
um i used to get not not annoyed with him but it was just kind of, it was funny because um and this is kind of bringing up two separate things uh that we talked about before i would a lot of times get a breakfast sandwich from beefaroo and but he would always just say oh you got mcdonald's again and i'm like <laughs> no well it's not from mcdonald's and like why just let him be old and because he was he was definitely like older than he was like close to 70 or i mean i think he was in his 70s i think when when he last worked there but mm-hmm. anyway yeah he <laughs> he would always no matter where i got food from like burger king or anywhere else it would always be like oh you got mcdonald's again (laughs) (laughs) no matter how many times i corrected him (laughs) and i that kind of goes along with i know down south from what i hear they call like every like soda pop like uh coke like what like they don't say what kind of pop do you like want or what kind of soda what they're like what kind of coke do you want and then somebody be like oh pepsi i'll have pepsi okay (laughs) Uh uh-huh they do that it's strange although a lot of people would tell you if you're not drinking sweet tea you're doing it wrong oh yeah yeah sweet tea. i say soda but yeah a lot of people do with the with the coke thing it's very strange (laughs) right right (laughs) Probably, especially annoy. It's probably an annoying to uh, the Coke people. I know, right? Because then how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. How do you know which one? Yeah, and Accents. the isn't the the Coca Cola is like the main head. It's like headquartered in Georgia, isn't it? Atlanta or somewhere. I, I we went there at least I to uh, like a bottling plant at the most but i think it was the headquarters um I, when i, I went to so. and when we, i know we have a a bottling plant here i forget if that's coke or pepsi but hmm yeah <laughs> but well a coke is of course easier i don't know coke must have come out before pepsi but I, don't I like know. Pepsi better myself. But yeah, same here. I I didn't drink. Uh, I I I gave it up for like three years. I didn't drink any any pop or soda or Coke. But um, yeah, uh, a year or two ago, I just I bought a diet Pepsi, and I was like, because I, I I didn't I never liked diet pop before, except diet root beer was all right, but if you give up, if you give it up for a while and then start drinking diet, it's almost the same thing as just regular pop. Mm-hmm. But I uh, rarely ever drink it. I had last weekend we when we went to the water park, I had a Pepsi and I just went nuts with with joy. It was like having crack, just like <laughs> <laughs> just infused right into my veins. It was amazing. Yeah, I I went from. Yeah, not drinking. Just I just drink water and then juice. Uh, but I I like watered. I water down like juice, and I actually do that with George. I always, almost always have. Like I'll fill a glass like half with juice and then half with water, or sometimes even less juice. And now, um, he prefers it that way. Like when he pours himself a glass of juice, he puts water in first. And- and he he doesn't he gave up pop he hasn't 
drank pop in a couple years, I think, which is crazy for a 13 year old. I would have never given that up at that age. No, me I was drinking it like (laughs) just all the time. I mostly drink water. I usually get about 100 to like 115 ounces a day. Um, oh, wait, of water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still, I I don't, I don't drink as much water as I did before. And at, part of it is because of COVID. Uh, at the nursing home, they shut off the water fountains. And I would always get a drink of water from there. And... I just with because, you know, we wear masks at work all, all the time. So I'll drink, I'll get a drink of water. But before I would bring my water bottle and I'd always be drinking it, but I never remember to bring it. And I just it, it's it's a little more difficult, which <laughs> this sounds stupid, but to like, you know, take the mask off or pull it off to the side and take a drink of water. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just not I, I don't think of it and then we've been just so busy the last couple years because especially it was really crazy when when we couldn't have visitors at the nursing home and we'd have to set up these video chats with people and it was just like all day long but uh thankfully people can come to visit and so we don't have as many but yeah I, I still love water it's I, I love water I love vegetables I love fruits and I still don't eat enough or drink enough of them. So I, I, I people who hate vegetables and fruits and drinking water, I don't know how they <laughs> ever do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I have to eat very clean just cause otherwise I, I don't know. I feel like crap. I didn't used to, I used to eat just garbage all the time, but now I eat pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I need to start because, yeah, I'm I'm going to be 43 in August. So, yeah, your your birthday is in August too, right? It is, the 11th. The 11th, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that too. Every now and then I think, wait, or was it the 30th? But that's somebody else. <laughs> and yours is, when is yours again? The, the 5th. Okay, I knew it was around there. I was going to say the 8th. Oh, close, close, close enough. <laughs> yeah, my manager, um, he does the worst thing ever, in my opinion. So he he tries to do it's some kind of health challenge. I don't know what all is involved, but it has all these kind of wacky things that don't have a whole lot to do with fitness in it. But anyway, one of his things is he has this giant plastic thing that he carries water around in, and it has marks and lines on it and then you know like at the top it'll say something like you know like keep going and then like when you're like halfway there it's like almost there or something like don't stop now and it's like because you're supposed to drink out of this thing all day and if you drink the entire thing then it's how much water you're supposed to drink in a day or whatever and that's what the lines indicate Uh uh-huh it is so gross who wants to tote around a giant lukewarm thing of water and then like you know like you start drinking it, say at like eight in the morning, and then by like eight at night, you're just drinking all this stuff that you've like backwashed in all day long. <laughs> and it's like eighty degree water. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I was like, well, Chris, you know, like if you want to drink more water, is like you should make it more like attractive to you. Like cold water is better. Like 
you know, get get yourself fresh water, put some ice cubes <laughs> in there, and he won't do it. So I just cringe every time I see him like lifting this giant jug, and he never finishes the whole thing in a day. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's gross. funny. Yeah, there's. Uh, I know um, we have a guy that comes to play music at the nursing home, and he uses. I, I think it was like a Gatorade bottle or something, or maybe a juice. Maybe there was it was like an apple juice bottle or something, but the label he tore the label off, and he's been drinking out of the same bottle for years, and it's like like he should I, like I I want to buy him a water bottle for Christmas or something, <laughs> or whatever the next what's the next holiday? Uh, my birthday probably. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like a dire need, so you might consider like a Fourth of July present. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Like plastic would kind of degrade too over time. Yeah, and doesn't it say on most bottles, like, one-time use only? Like, even water bottles, like, you're not supposed to keep refilling them. And really? there must be a reason, like, uh, like the plastic. Uh, I I don't really like drinking out of plastic anyway. I, I do, you know, sometimes. But, uh, yeah, I, I prefer, like, glass or, or metal are supposed to be better naturally. I mean, my husband won't even let me use reuse a water bottle to refill the dog's water dish because he just thinks, I don't know, that it gets gross and all that. And, you know, like, because we have, we have two dogs and we have a couple different water dishes through the house. So it'd be easier to just kind of keep a water bottle by one in the dish and then top it off and then maybe like wash the dish itself out maybe like once or twice a week. Right, right. Yeah, he's he doesn't want me to do that. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so I can't imagine using the same one for years. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. I don't know. Maybe like his dad gave it to him before he died or something. I don't know what the story is. This Dasani bottle is the last thing I have. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. I, I I'm. It looks like a Gatorade bottle. I I think. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I almost want to ask him, but I don't want to offend him. But and he he's such a nice guy. He like he comes to play uh, music, uh, and he doesn't charge anything. He does it for free, which is awesome. Uh, like all the other people that come, uh, you know, we we pay them fifty fifty dollars, which it's worth it. I mean, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he he doesn't he does it for free, and. Uh, yeah, he's he's funny. He he actually used to be my uh friend Clayton's uh boss when he worked at at the at Northern the local college. I'm 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 trying to be good about remembering that this is something that people are going to listen to and if I just say NMU some people might not know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, gotcha. that'd be Northern Michigan University. My neighbor actually has a podcast. Oh, really? It's kind of a funny story. Um, his podcast is on being a good neighbor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but the irony there is... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, we only just started getting along. <laughs> and that was in December when we had 
a really bad storm and my fence actually got knocked over. Um, and he, he helped me get it propped up. And so it was kind of like, I don't know, we started, we started being friendly after that. Kind of like a Robert Frost poem or is that oh, the opposite? Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, um, you know, it's, it's really weird having neighbors in Nashville because on two, okay, three of my neighbors, like, so to left side, right side, and then behind me, two of them keep chickens. Oh, okay. In the city. You can imagine that I'm not a fan of the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> One of them runs an Airbnb out of his house. Um, two of them constantly have parties. One of them is constantly building all these really weird little like outbuildings and sheds in his backyard. They're kind of strange. It huh. um, does not ever mow his grass. So um, gets a little, gets a little hairy. jungly. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my neighbors actually went on their back fence, which, Hey, it's their fence. So live your best life, I guess. Um, but actually like spray painted a bunch of graffiti on it themselves. Oh, so that was a choice. So wait, so that you can see it? I can see it when I'm on my deck. Oh, okay. But yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, but you, so you, like this guy that does the podcast, you, you get along with him now? We do now, yeah. Okay, yeah. I gotta take a drink of water. Speaking of water. And it's out of a, uh, a uh, fresh glass. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> but uh, when uh, my friend Clayton and my friend Luke and I lived in an apartment in Marquette, we had these neighbors, these two girls, and uh, we, we got along with them. But the neighbors on the other side of their apartment, um, she would... Uh, our neighbor, Christy, she would often come to our apartment because she was like, scared of of the one of them um she she knew the other guy she was kind of friends with him i guess but yeah his roommate she like was scared of him and like she would always say like oh he he plays she would describe his music the music he played as kill your neighbor music which okay. i always thought was funny <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway so yeah they like uh we all live there and uh, then eventually we moved out and she moved uh, out. And then one day um, I, I got, I don't know if she called me or sent an invitation or somehow I got an invitation to her wedding. She was getting married and she got married to that guy that she was afraid of. It's funny that, uh, the, yeah, this guy that she was like, like hated or was terrified of like then they ended up getting married so i guess yeah opposites uh attract <laughs> uh-oh hello sorry i was coughing <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um no i was gonna say that sounds like it would be a michigan story this episode is brought to you by the villain glossed week-long water jug the Villain Glossed Week-Long Water Jug features a 9-gallon water jug, spinner wheels, a 25-inch extendable straw. You can fill it up 
on Sunday night or Monday morning before work, and it'll keep you hydrated all week long. So get yourself a Villenglossed water jug today. What are you waiting for? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know how I just thought of this, I think because I was thinking of touching gross things, but um, last weekend when we were at the water park, <laughs> me and Tony get in the elevator and we're going to go down and there's some other girl in the elevator. So I'm talking to Tony and I lean back and I put my hand on the railing in the elevator because, you know, that's after all a perfectly normal thing to do because it's a railing and people, oh, yeah. people touch them. Well, <laughs> I put my hand right into some used chewing gum that somebody, some enterprising young person had decided to um, stick on. That the they were done with. Yep. And oh, oh, I was so, just so gross, Debbie. It was wet. It was so gross. And <laughs> I start like, I'm like holding my hand like 10 feet away from my body, which makes me have really long arms. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's so gross. It's so gross. And. Tony and this other girl were just like, oh, oh no. And um, I was like, well, that's great. You know, I was like, now I have COVID, which isn't quite how it works. But, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, saying that I'm like, I'm like shaking my hand, like at the end of my arm, like it's a dead, dead thing attached to me. And I'm just like randomly shaking my hand. And this girl, she's like, I have hand sanitizer. And she like whips it out of her purse. And she like squirts it on my hand. And I felt like angels were singing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. I was like, I was just going to amputate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so are are yeah, are you like a germaphobe? Well, when I touch gum. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I almost touched a slug this morning on my on my deck. So Oh, yeah, that's they're, they're slimy. One time um my old dog Honeybee, oh man, she was we were outside and I don't know how she did it, but she got one stuck to her face and it was right across her nose. And she was a little sit shoe, so you know they got like those little flat faces. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, I remember Honeybee. <laughs> yeah, she was the best dog. She was terrible. Um, she was amazing. But yeah, so she gets this slug stuck across her nose and I'm all trying to like grab like leaves, you know, and like oh, it was so gross. And <laughs> She's just like thrashing around and I'm like trying to like, I end up having like, try and like rub her nose like in the grass, like <laughs> <scraping> the dog. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't like touching squishy things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, uh, yeah, I probably would have grabbed a leaf or something. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> she recovered. Yeah, yeah. You were never the same, but no. <laughs> no, I, I didn't I didn't emotionally recover from that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Honeybee, I remember seeing pictures of her and stuff and that that name pops in my head every that that was a cool name for a dog. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I got Honeybee and Butternut. <laughs> That's cool too. Yeah. I got Butternut off of a billboard that I saw when we went up to my husband's hometown and turns out that his dad, and I, I thought that the name was really cool. And I was like, I'm going to name my dog that one day. And it turns out his dad used to drive a truck for the company. It was like a bread company. <laughs> oh, really? Huh? 
Yep. And my two now are Queenie and Coco. Queenie and Coco. Okay. Cool. They're good. <laughs> no one will ever be on Honeybee's level, but they're pretty good. <laughs> I had, I've, I've, I've never had myself had a dog. I had two cats, um, Frisbee and Nico. <laughs> Frisbee? But, uh, yeah, Frisbee. Like- Frisbee's still, still around, but she, uh, when I, when I left my, uh, the apartment that I had when I got them, I, I could, why well, I moved in with my mom for a while. And then, uh, so I, yeah, I, we couldn't have pets there. And then I lived with, uh, uh, my friend Nicole for a couple years or a year and a half or something like that. And, uh, well, anyway, before I moved out of my apartment, my cousin Michelle took them. And so they went and lived with them in, uh, like near Appleton, Wisconsin. And, um, yeah, that's just where they've ended up since because then I, when I got this apartment six years ago, I, they're still, they don't allow pets here. And, uh, so yeah, I just never got them back. And my friend, my friend, my, my cat Nico died like, it was a while, a while ago now. It might have been like six years ago or seven years. But um, yeah, Frisbee's still still with them. My cousin Michelle told me that she sleeps with her every night. She used to have these seizures, and I guess she hasn't had them in a long, long time. Well, that's good. But yeah, yeah, it was really weird and, and disturbing because all of a sudden she would like like shiver or flinch and then you knew she was going to have one and when she did she would just run forward as fast as she could and like she'd like slam into like the wall or the couch or which was better because it was softer but and then she would like flip in the air and yeah and like oh it was like convulse it was just horrifying really so I'm, i'm glad she doesn't have that anymore but but yeah, afterwards she would she would get up and she would be she would act a little dazed and then she then she'd be fine. I'm I'm curious if anybody else has ever had that uh had a cat that did that cuz my cousin Michelle took her to to the vet and yeah, they didn't know it, they couldn't explain it or they didn't know what what it was. I don't know if it the way, the way things go, she she probably never had one when she was at the vet. Yeah, whatever it was, she doesn't have it anymore. And yeah, I haven't. I keep meaning to go and visit them and, and see and see if she remembers me. But uh, yeah, so far I and and that that would be such a quick trip, but I just uh, haven't uh, made it that way yet. Yeah. No, I've never had a. Never had a cat do that. I mean, Bee got seizures at the end, but she definitely didn't kind of zip around. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, I have this list of uh, things, these rumors that uh, that I made up. I mean, heard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just a, a, a list of things that maybe you've heard of some of uh like nashville's country star music stars 
yeah, just let me, tell me if, if any of these are true or you've heard. Like, Martina McBride, she she cheats on her taxes, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. She claims Himalayan salt lamps are required for work and... <laughs> no? That, that sounds like that sounds like it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tim McGraw once threw a live alligator through a Wendy's drive-through window. <laughs> Definitely happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. Blake Shelton once crashed a kid's birthday party and stole the birthday cake. <laughs> Blake? Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. He's kind, <laughs> he's kind of a huskier guy, so I, you know, I I could see him steal a cake. Well, no, see, he didn't eat it, though. He he stole it, and then he just threw it on the side of a road and took a picture of it and sent it back to the kid. Oh, said, Here, here's nice. what happened to your cake. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, Alan Jackson, he steals neighborhood cats and shaves them. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Kenny Chesney cheats at board games. He's like, hey, look out that window, and everybody does. And then he's like, oh, shoot, it must have gone. It, it was an elk. Anyway, I'll guess Colonel Mustard Candlestick Conservatory. And then, of course, he's right, because he looked when they I were can, all I looking can, out the window. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Dirks Bentley encourages kids to break curfew laws. Sounds, Dwight, sounds legit. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam's chicken fries are made from kangaroo. You know, supposedly he's got quite a temper. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, me and me and George were just watching uh, Panic Room the other day with where he's in. I love his uh, character in there. But yeah, I, I could see, uh, I could see that maybe. So made from kangaroo that he kills with his bare hands. Just yeah, kidding. yeah. In a, in a pit um, of rage. And I know this Shania Twain definitely is running a pyramid scheme of some kind. Probably in Sweden. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, Reba McIntyre strangled a hobo at a bus depot. Oh, that's true. Everyone knows that. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's just what I've picked up. Things I've picked up on over the years. Reba used to own a parking lot downtown and it was in a prime prime spot and she paid you know it was like a you had to like pay the park there and it was a lot of money and she made she made a ton of money doing that oh really yeah isn't that random (laughs) huh yeah that's funny that's uh like uh muhammad ali not muhammad ali um george foreman made like way more money with the george foreman grill endorsing it than he ever did from boxing. <laughs> That's funny. My ex had one of those and he was oddly obsessed with it. I, like, I could see yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to make chicken patties in my George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, the last time I made bacon um, well, where, where I bought uncooked bacon is uh, I made it on the George Foreman grill. Yeah, he, uh, George Foreman, he, uh, he named all of his sons George. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought, cause he like, he did like the endorsement for the, um, invent help ads. And, uh, I, I always thought like, 
what if he like invented or, you know, endorsed a bunch of other things, but he named every product the George Foreman grill, just like he named his kids George. <laughs> like there'd be a commercial like this mop will revolutionize the way you clean your floors. That's right. The George Foreman grill will make your floors shine. <laughs> if if you're sick of dealing with pesky insects like mosquitoes, ticks, flies, and chiggers, just one spray of the George Foreman grill and goodbye pests. <laughs> I can see that. That's funny. If you have a flat tire, just open your trunk and take out your George Foreman grill. One, two, three, your V V vehicle will be back on the road just oh. like that. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> I kind of want the sham wow guy. I, I think he passed away, but I kind of wish he could narrate that. <laughs> did he? I, did he? I know Billy Mays did. Whew. Hi, it's Ryan here. I'm just cutting in again just to clarify that the sham wow guy, also known as Vince Offer, is in fact still alive. Is that not the same same guy? I don't know. No, no. Um, Billy Mays was the guy with the beard. The Sham Wow guy was the guy that, how do you describe him? Didn't he get caught with like a hooker or something like that? I don't know. I feel like most of them do. (laughs) 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 Hookers in a suitcase of blow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Billy Mays, when he died, they found cocaine in his system, I think. Huh. Interesting. Now, well, now, I, I always have, uh, like, because uh, I, I dressed up as Billy Mays uh, Halloween one year, and uh, that was, like, my best Halloween costume ever. <laughs> like, everybody immediately, pe- people didn't recognize me at work. They didn't know who I was because I dyed my hair black, and I had a, a fake beard and mustache on, uh-huh. and uh, it, it didn't even look that, like, I didn't even do it right, but it still looked... Like, like people knew immediately who I was or I mean, they knew who I was dressed up as. I'm trying to think what grade I was in, maybe like ninth or 10th grade. I dressed up as one of the guys from ICP. You know, the oh, <laughs> shaggy, shaggy two dope or violent J. Yeah, no, I was shaggy and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everyone I hurt. <laughs> ah, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, the 90s. <laughs> yeah, they were uh they were pretty big to a certain population of people in high school. Um in in Spanish class we actually uh we wrote uh a rap like inspired by like their lyrics i remember it was my my lyrics my part was like uh i gave myself for the purpose of this song a nickname rye gato which would be like rye cat <laughs> Uh-huh. But it's it was like Miamo Raigatu, Soy Mui Loco, Bebo Fago in Mi Escritorio. Like uh I I drink Fago at my desk or in my desk. 
and because <laughs> that was the big thing i'm sure you know uh-huh the, the like fago. at their concerts yep. they like spray fago yep. spray it. Yep. <laughs> yeah which is a local detroit-based soda pop coke <laughs> <laughs> depending what part of the country you're in i want <laughs> i wonder how many different names there are for for coke so soda pop coke george foreman grill there <laughs> i grew up always thinking i would say pop and then when i moved down here it just sounded really kind of stupid to me like for me to say and so i say soda and every time i'm up north my family just like flips their shit when i say soda <laughs> they're like oh she said soda oh boy <laughs> oh, okay. it's all right auntie that's funny <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah, I, I suppose I've taken up a lot of your time and I have to pee. And uh, <laughs> I, so, oh, okay. Um, yeah, before I let you go, though, um, we have to have, I have to have you nominate something to the Upside Down Dirty Podcast Hall of Fame. You could nominate anything you want to the, to the Hall of Fame. Well, I think in honor of the wheelbarrow girl and the moped guy, I'm going to have to nominate mullets. Mullets. All right. I never would have guessed that would be the <laughs> second thing nominated, but I fully support it. I had to put a little Tennessee flavor into it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> All right. And so I think my. My nomination, my, my, so my friend Clayton, I think I told you he nominated, uh, ramen, not like ramen noodles, the cheap ramen noodles, but like you would get at a restaurant, like the noodles and rice noodles, I think it is. And, uh, and then I nominated the game of Scrabble in the first episode. So this one, I am actually nominating character actor, James Best who you most people would know from the Dukes of Hazard. He played Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane on the Dukes of Hazard. All right. But he was also in uh, like a few or at least a couple Twilight Zone episodes he was really good in. And I don't know. I just think he was a great character actor and seemed like a decent person and a cool guy. So, so I'm going to nominate James best. So mullets and James best. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it. Uh, and, nice, and nice that's, yeah, that is. Yeah. Southern too. Where, where was hazard County in Tennessee? You know, I don't remember. I remember something a couple years back with, they paraded one of the Dukes of hazard cars through here. Oh, okay. I don't remember much about it. It was on display at Fanfare. Okay, that's uh, great. Now the Hall of Fame is getting bigger. And uh, so one more thing that I want uh, is each each guest that I have, I'm going to have them recording themselves saying the name of the podcast, and then I'm going to incorporate their audio of of 
the audio of them saying the name of the podcast into the beginning so that when I introduce at the beginning of the episode, I'll say like, uh, you know, it's time for, and then it'll sound like a, a bigger group of people saying it with each episode. Uh huh. So I'll just have you say the Upside Down Dirty Podcast. <laughs> the Upside Down Dirty Podcast. Perfect. All right. And then now I... I, I'm going to have to go back to make sure that you didn't say the secret word because you you actually may have when I wasn't when I was engaged in your uh, your store your mullet stories. <laughs> no, I, actually, it wasn't that part. It was the the cats, but the secret word was cardboard. I don't think I said it. Uh, Although I, yeah, I, I almost would have said it because there was. Um cardboard and stuff trash all around by the by the um skeevy mattress <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah so yeah yeah cardboard was was the secret word but yeah i when i go through this i will uh you know see if uh I, i'll be really embarrassed if it's like the like the fifth word you said or something and i was just <laughs> totally missed it but uh, yeah, uh, this is only my second uh, episode, so I will uh, hopefully get 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 better. <laughs> but anyway, this this was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I, I suppose uh, you should uh, probably tend to your uh, chicken, and <laughs> I need to figure out what I'm going to eat, and then I also might go out and do some uh, DoorDash orders. But we will definitely do this again. Uh, cause I, I don't, I don't know how many different guests I'm going to get anyway. So I would definitely like to talk to you again Sure. and have, uh, more stories. Yeah. If you, a- anything like quirky or weird that happens to you or any th- weird thoughts you think of, maybe do what I do, carry on a little tiny notebook and a tiny little pen and write them down or just whenever you think of it or. Yeah, well, I've already maybe. got an idea for next time that involves impersonating a celebrity. So, oh, okay, all right. Well, it was great having you, and uh, yeah, I will uh, definitely talk to you again uh, soon. <laughs> Sounds good, and um, I'll probably be coming up that way in late summer, or I have no idea when I'm coming up there, but I have to do it soon because I've been yeah, yeah, coming. So I have right, to right. <laughs> All right, I will let you go, and and I really got to pee now. So, <laughs> all right, bye. All right, bye. All right, that was great. Uh, I look forward to having Heather on again. Uh, now, before I go, there's something that I've been working on. This is a relaxation slash mind therapy technique for specifically designed for women so any uh women listeners if you will indulge me uh, i just want to try this and and you can you can try it any i mean anybody can try it but it's it's geared towards towards women okay here we go close your eyes now clear your mind Imagine you are sitting in a comfortable chair by a lake. You hear the waves gently caressing the sand. 
you feel the warmth of the sun. A gentle breeze carries the aroma of nearby lilacs. Off to the left, you see your ex walking and holding hands with a new girlfriend. Holy shit, she looks terrible. I mean, she looks like a fucking muskrat. It looks like she's missing patches of hair on the top of her head. She's wearing two different hideous bargain basement shoes, and neither of them see the garbage truck until it's too late. And breathe. Whew. Anyway, that's not meant to be taken seriously, just like the whole Ouija board thing earlier. I, I don't even have a real Ouija board, and the thing that I was using for the, the planchette, this thing, it's actually a little toy Big Bird figurine. I wouldn't worry about that opening up a portal to hell. Possibly Fraggle Rock. Thank you for listening. I will have another episode out eventually. I don't know. This is a work in progress. Hopefully I will evolve and improve along the way. If you wish to help, uh, you can subscribe, listen, rate, review, corrugate. I wholeheartedly appreciate anything. All right. Thanks, Tom. Take us away. And we will all go together when we go. What a comforting fact that is to know. Universal bereavement, an inspiring achievement. Yes, we all will go together when we go. We will all go together when we go. All suffused with an incandescent glow. No one will have the endurance to collect on his insurance. Lloyds of London will be loaded when they go. We will all fry together when we fry. We'll be French fried potatoes by and by. There will be no more misery when the world is our rotisserie. Yes, we all will fry together when we fry. Down by the old maelstrom, there'll be a storm before the calm, and we will all bake together when we bake. There'll be nobody present at the wake. With complete participation in that grand incineration, nearly three billion hunks of well-done steak. Oh, we will all char together when we char. And let there be no moaning of the bar. Just sing out a tedium when you see that ICBM, and the party will be come as you are. We will all burn together when we burn. There'll be no need to stand and wait your turn. When it's time for the fallout and St. Peter calls us all out, we'll just drop our agendas and adjourn. You will all go directly to your respective Valhallas. Go directly, do not pass, go, do not collect $200. And we will all go together when we go. Every hot and totten, every Eskimo. 
when the air becomes uranius we will all go simultaneous yes we all will go together when we all go together yes we all will go together when we go because i got massaged by a light bulb